Come on, David Bell. One reason, baby. Come on, David. One more reason. I want to stay. Go ahead. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> and welcome back to another edition of the Rally Cap Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Freeze, alongside my partner, my cohort, my fellow baseball lover, and who provided that lovely uh, commentary on the intro. Uh, well, I just want one more LA reason Rain. to stay here. I have no reasons. You have plenty of reasons. The There's... rest have brought you a lot of memories, good and bad. Mostly <laughs> mostly bad. Good. Good. Good memories. Yeah. Must have missed those. Um, Chris Dickerson, Chris Heisey, Drew Stubbs, Curtis Parch. Okay, right. You want me to keep going? No, I think that's enough BS to start this. Um, so we are recording this on Monday, Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Um, is that a holiday? Sure. All right. That'd be Happy Labor Day. <laughs> um, we are recording this sure on is. a off day for the Reds. It's one of those rare days the Reds don't lose. True. And we have just tied a series with the worst team in baseball. We have split a four-game series with the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, in one of the most humiliating displays of offense I think I've ever seen. We had some really bad defense this weekend. We had some really bad offense this weekend. Pitching, for the most part, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a team that's playing inconsistently. Uh, they can't figure it out. The hot Jesse Winker has gone down to almost nothing at this point. Uh, A. Eugenio Suarez kind of starting to pick it back up. He had one good game. Um, but, but this is an offense that had three hits yesterday. Uh, they had a lead going into the ninth. Bottom of the ninth, Rossiel Iglesias. Nice work. Uh, David Bell left him in for about 100 batters. And what happens when you leave your pitcher in that can't really pitch? Well, he's going to give up runs. So that's where we are. Uh, I have a bad attitude right now. I'm trying to stay somewhat positive, somewhat light for this episode. Um, but it's terrible. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I canceled this season about two weeks ago now. And when I canceled it, you know, when I canceled it, it was it's like a half cancel because I still canceled. cheer for him and I still have hope. But we're dangerously close to being out of completely out of hope. And that's what I'm concerned about. We right now have two series wins on the season. Two. Two series. You know how hard that is? Are we the only, Is that the worst in baseball? It has to be the worst in baseball. I, I mean, I can't, unless, like, I, Maybe I don't know. Maybe the Pirates? Pirates probably Because I know the Tigers have won more than two series. The Pirates probably have two series wins, right? So, this is a team who can't string together wins. Um, and, and, and we're five games under five hundred. We yeah we are five we're five games under five hundred. Uh, I'm gonna have Zach pull up the standings here as I continue mumbling, but it's you know this is what we have to deal with. I don't I don't want to deal with this. This is a Reds team that shouldn't be bad, um, but it is. And we're gonna get into a few things on today's episode. Uh, it's not gonna be a positive episode because we're out of hope. Uh, there's no hope left. Um, the first thing I want to get into 
is our offense. Zachary, we had three hits yesterday. Um, that's horrible. Three hits is horrible. I mean, that is so bad. Uh, the game before, so that would be Saturday night's game, we won the game. We had six hits. Six, six hits six isn't hits. good. It's not great. Six hits is like, it has to be below average for a winning score. It has to be. It isn't good. It six isn't hits the best. is not good. Uh, all, and, and the biggest problem out of all this, the only way the Reds are scoring runs, home runs. How often are home runs hit? Not that often. So I don't know what needs to happen. Um, I put a lot of it on David Bell. I, I don't think he, Zach and I are probably going to argue in this episode about it. Uh, Zach's tired of the David Bell slander, and I'm tired of the people who defend David Bell. Well, this I think is, this is this is this is a guy who is uh, going up to press conferences and acting like everything's business as usual. You know, he thinks that this team's fine. Oh, we got to just advance on. <laughs> it's the Marvin Lewis way of doing things. Marvin Lewis, we're on to the next week. We'll try again next week. We'll see if what happens next week. Problem is, David, we have three weeks left of baseball, and we're not even close to a playoff spot. So I don't know what I don't know what his attitude is. Uh, I looked at the stats today. Jim Riggleman finished with a better record uh, than what David Bell has right now as a manager. And Jim Riggleman had significantly worse teams. Or had a significantly worse team. Um, I'm frustrated. Uh, <laughs> I have no life right now. It's very difficult to watch the Reds. But, Zach, the offense. Why have we not been able to hit? Um, that's the. I guess that's oh, where I'll start. Why have we not been able to hit? I'll tell you why. and I don't think it's... I understand the David Bell frustration because I he's going to get fired after this year. Um, I think it's guys. I think the biggest thing stems from is guys that are not performing to the back of their baseball card. That is the. I think that is the simplest way to put it. Guys are not. That was a great analogy, by the way. What? Performing to the back of their baseball card. They are. I like that. They are not performing like to the back of their baseball card. And I can, you know, you can sit here and tell me, and I can see things on Twitter. Well, you know what? The Reds have just been, they've had some really bad luck. They hit the ball hard, this and that, and they, you know, they do this, they do that, and they're, they don't make soft contact. At the end of the day, it, I don't care about that. That is silly. That's excuse nonsense. You can give me the analytic stuff. That's fine because I like some of it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, if you are 29th in batting average, something isn't right. That's not all bad luck. That isn't all on bad luck. If you're twenty, if you're hitting 214 as a team, you have one of the lower, I don't know the exact where they stand in um, – you know OBP, but it's not going to be in the top half. Obviously, I don't. I don't believe so. Uh, you know, I can look it up real fast. And the only reason we might be okay in that is because our walks are somewhat reasonable. Yeah, but, I, but even that, it's like walks don't win games. So they're twenty third in OBP, three twelve OBP. That's not good. And but I think the other thing is. It's they don't get any timely hitting. Like you said, they rely on home runs. They and they don't. There is no timely hitting. On this team, if this is the 1990s, we had Mark McGuire up at the plate. Fine, we can run. We can rely on home runs. We got juiced players, juiced balls. Right now, this team is so inconsistent at the plate; it's driving me nuts. They don't get they don't get hits, and if they do get the ba- the lead base runner on with a base hit or a walk, 
it's a double play. And yes. I'm sure you're going to talk into that in a that second. That was what I was going to say. Talk it's, about that in a it, second. It's, it's literally the, the first guy in the inning gets a walk, draws a walk, or does something. And it's, and it's frustrating because you know what's going to happen. It's going to be a double play because this team has zero speed. Or it's going to be a strikeout, pop out, terrible at bats. It's mainly, I think the, the worst part is a lot, just so many terrible at bats where guys will look at strikes and then swing it junk, or they won't take the bat off their shoulder and they'll just look at three, like a lot of, uh, far too many three pitch strikeouts. I mean, I've seen so many three pitch strikeouts, but. It, no, Elliot, it's 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 bad luck. They they're hitting in a bad luck. <laughs> Stop it with that garbage. You can show me all the BAPEP stats, and yeah, they have had some bad luck. But at the end of the day, stop using that as a crutch. That's not an excuse. You can you can manage through bad luck and still hit better than two ten, and have, be better than twenty ninth in batting average and twenty third in OBP and twenty eighth in run scored or whatever they are. Enough of that garbage. Figure it out. Like, just do your job. Like, get pl- like take notes from from some of these other teams that I watch consistently on a nightly basis. Um, the Cardinals, they do the job. They well, get the Cardinals the, have the best fundamentally the sound gold, baseball. The, the gold standard. I mean, uh, they bunt they bunt the guys over. They hit the sacks flies. They get the they, timely hits. You have Yadier Molina, the forty five year old Yadier Molina, with two guys on in second and third. Dude's still playing to push base hits out in the center field. The Reds don't have any of that. There is no, uh, there's no willpower. There's no. Um, they, they don't threaten. It's like it's it's like, and you said figure it out. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We can't figure it out anymore. Right. The time to figure things out ended about I don't know three and a half weeks ago. It's it's dead. The Reds are dead. Basically, is what I'm trying to say and. Uh, discipline is the word I was looking for. I, yeah, discipline. I, I think it's a lot. Of, you chalk this up to this is a this is a a team that just had a bunch. They basically their entire lineup did underperformed. I mean, basically, uh, if you want to maybe okay, Winker maybe he gets a pass, whatever. Fine, he had, he's been playing fine. He hasn't. He's been terrible the last two weeks, but. I'm not going to criticize Jesse Winker. He's been one of the few good players on this team. Uh, I, it's 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 maddening because uh, the expectations and what the talent, the talent. There's talent on this team, and they spent the money, and we're going nowhere. Red, the Reds are dead. Um, Here lies the Reds. Well, it's and by the know, way, Nick Senzel has been out for Nick three Senzel months. is dead. As actually might actually be dead. <laughs> We don't know where he is. We don't know what's happening. He's been, he's been on the IL, and I'm doing air quotes, for a month? For No, for three weeks now? It'll be three weeks on Wednesday? And he's not back? Like, unless he, maybe he had, uh, look, we don't know. He, it's not a secret that he had COVID. I know they, they, they would have been saying, you know, he didn't have it released but obviously he had COVID, and maybe it was a bad case. Maybe he had some bad symptoms, but I don't know. Uh, three weeks is a long time, and they need his bat. They need any bat um, at this point, and uh, to be without him is hurt. But this this hurts. This season in general just hurts because I'm not going to sit here and rant and 
you know, scream about Mike Lorenzen. Sorry for your ears, Chris Vanell. I apologize for that. Uh, it's just, but it's. I, I'm kind of in the in the just like acceptance stage of grief where I have to accept that this team's just not very good. They're not a good team. It's okay, although it's not okay. But it's okay to accept it. Like you just, you know yeah. what? It's okay to let go sometimes. Like you just have to accept this is not. It's not going to happen. Instead of trying to run through the hypotheticals of, oh, if they do this and this, and this team loses, and they they are able to win enough games here over the last three weeks, they can maybe sneak in. That's just not. It's not worth my energy. To no, do that. yeah. It's not worth the pain. It's all right to let go. We'll come back. I guess we'll come back next year, but who knows what this team will look like or the direction they're going to go in. I think that's the the next the, the next point that is uh, going to be just. Uh, I guess that's another depressing look at what we're up against because there is no I'm, direction. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get into that when so, this season that or when not our, this season when our season ends uh, at the end of September. So, next topic I want to get into. Uh, it's been the defense. Oh there, I, I've it's it's interesting to me because when I when I think about the Reds, bad defense has never been like something right. I mention. No, and, and as bad as the Reds have been the past seven years, six years, They've like our defense, defenders. our defense was good. Our defense has been great. And we had the guys, last 10 we years. had guys like Billy Hamilton on the defense. Duval. He wasn't good at offense, but he was amazing on defense. Brandon Phillips, one of the best defensive second baseman of all time. Short. Zach Cozart. Phenomenal. Duvall was very good in left. Jay Bruce was pretty good. He held his own in right. Jay Bruce had a beautiful arm. Um, we got a great arm. But right now, led by Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Zach, I'm not going to say. At what point team. does it, is it time to? I mean, we got to, we got, we got to get him, we got to get him off the team. We got to get him out of the. We got to get him off first base. I mean, I, I, I like Joey Votto. The problem, of course, the, I do. and the problem with that is, by the way. You can't have yesterday's thing where you put him at DH because that's a waste of our DH spot. You also can't have him at first base because he can't play first base. What can you do? So they're paying do him all this money. What do you do with him? That's the problem. They, um, I don't know what they're going to do because I think Joey Votto is... Make him a, you make him a bench guy, unfortunately, and that's what he has to be because he can't, he can't do it consistently in offense anymore. He can't. And defensively, this is the worst I've ever seen out of any professional baseball terrible. player. I mean, he has been so Terrible. bad, and these throws to him haven't been great. Yeah, but his job is to clean that up. I mean, as a first baseman, your job is to pick it off the dirt. He's no spring chicken, but dude, playing first base, with all due respect, I understand. Like, you're you're a big leaguer in the infield, but first base should not be that hard. Like, I don't know. Maybe it is that hard. I don't. It should not be that difficult to play first base. I know you got to deal with look. You got to deal with some bad throws, and you got to pick balls out. And I understand that's not easy at times, but I'm not asking Joey Votto to pick a tough, make a tough defensive play. I'm just asking him to catch a ball so that we don't lose a game. Um, and it's happened like three times this year where he's just made just little league type of miscues. Yeah, and if and if you're listening and you're wondering what are we talking about, uh Saturday. the second game or Friday, of the, I'm sorry, Friday. The second game of the doubleheader. We won the first game. Uh and we come we're coming into the second doubleheader game and I'm feeling confident. Zach's I know is feeling confident. We have Trevor Bauer, arguably our best pitcher on the mound. Uh in a seven game doubleheader. We have been phenomenal in doubleheaders and we're playing the worst team in baseball. 
Um, Trevor Bauer ended the game with one earned run. Yeah. We lost four to three. No. Three unearned runs. Or was it two or three? doesn't matter. I think it was three. I think it was three unearned runs. It was runs. three. Uh, Joey Votto was unable to scoop the ball. It uh, wasn't even a scoop, wasn't it? Just like a... Wasn't it was like it just, a... Was it just a... I think it was just like a... It was a... It was just a ball that was... It wasn't like the best throw, but it was like a ball that hit his glove. It was in the air, and it just like hit his glove. He didn't catch it. Like yeah. He didn't like open his glove or like... I was thinking of yesterday's dirt it was. It was awful. It was like, what the hell is going on? <sighs> the defense in that, that play, I mean, that cost him the game, with all due respect, Joey. Um, that cost him the game in a big way. Uh, and good. Well, it's just like it's just so many things to defensively. Goodwin sliding in front of a baseball like he's a goalie in a World Cup, like trying to stay in front of a ball. It's a baseball. Just run after it and try and backhand it. You don't have to slide. And then you got yesterday's game, which was that was yesterday, right? Or was that Saturday? Saturday. Whatever game that was in the ninth inning when Archie had. To, yeah, it was Saturday. Archie had to come in, and he gets all these ground balls, and we got Kyle Farmer throwing the ball all over the place, and then we got Jose Garcia throwing it by Farmer when we're trying to turn a double play, and it was like a house of horrors. And then there's Eugenio Suarez, and, and, and this is just a little thing, but Suarez will field a ground ball, and he'll keep it in his glove and do, a little, around with do a little swagger, do a little hop step. And then you'll throw it over, and by the time he throws it, it's a bang-bang play. And Joey Votto, one of the worst defensive first basemen in the league, is not able to make the play. So we have a defense, or at least our infield, that is atrocious. atrocious. Our is. outfield hasn't been horrible. Brian Goodwin. Well, have, Castellanos has had some bad that's, plays. Actually, I take that back. Our outfield's been horrible, too. So Some <laughs> bad, bad plays. I don't know. Shogo's been There's been very good. Kirk Asali's been horrible behind the plate as well. So... Defensively, we knew coming in it could be maybe an issue, but I didn't know it. I thought it would be Joey Votto. You would have told me that that guy would have committed like a hundred games. No, I thought it errors. was definitely something to keep your eye on because there's you you don't have like like Castellanos. Freddie Galvis was brought in for his defense. Castellanos was a notoriously bad defender. Mustakis never really a plus defender, um, and Suarez is, has been okay in the past. I feel like Suarez has been like. Back and forth defensively. Like the one year he has a good year defensively, the next year he's bad and kind of back and forth. Just like he's never going to be a great defender, but he's, he's got kinda, a great arm. He, it's just he's a little inaccurate. He can be decent defensively, but yeah, the defense as a whole is a disaster. Like I can't. Galvis has been rough. Um, we can talk about. I mean, Galvis's career as a red is, is over. Um, He'll get probably a few more at bats in the coming but weeks. He's, he's done. But his job has been replaced. Um, He's a free agent. Tyler Stevenson, one of the best offensive sparks we've had this season, still not on the team. Yeah, uh, I'll never be able to understand that. Free him. What are we gonna like? What is what does he have to Thank do? Thank God they brought Aquino up, who again hasn't been horrible. He hasn't been the star, but my God, he can get on base every once in a while. You just give him more bats. Like, and that's no and that's the other thing. We had three weeks of baseball, Zach, where we had two guys who wouldn't even make a single A team. We have Josh Van Meter, who was two for thirty-eight, Someone and we have uh, what's his Janikowski, Travis Janikowski, and Cologne. Throw Cologne in there, and Cologne. We had three weeks of these guys. Three weeks while Kino rotted away. God. What is going on? Well, and then there's a, by the way, 
as bad as those guys are as well, I think there's another name we got to add to the list of just guys that have got to get the hell out of here. And you won't like me saying, Matt Davidson needs, I, <laughs> I need you to get the hell out of here. I, look, he had that cool, that Grand Slam was cool. I had fun with that. And that by was, the way, we won that game with two hits. But I know he has 43 at-bats, but it's been, it's been really bad um, since that Grand Slam three weeks ago. Uh, I need you to get the hell out of here. No offense, but... I, I don't blame Davidson as much as I blame Bell for that, just because Matt Davidson doesn't see the lineup. Every once in a while, he'll come in to pinch hit, and I know that's the job, but listen, man, you had... Uh, what, God, I forget these guys. Josh Van Meter out there every game for three weeks. And now we have Matt Davidson, who's struggling. The dude doesn't get any reps. He's expected to come on to pinch hit in a big spot, and he doesn't do it. Um, I don't blame Matt Davidson. I blame David Bell for I, not giving him any reps. Well, I think it's it's the 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 reason they brought Matt Davidson in. You're gonna laugh, but I think it was to face lefties, and you're gonna be like, whoa, 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 whoa. but the, like he hits lefties better. And I think Matt Davidson. Let's just be. He's not an everyday guy. I mean, in his career, he's a. Um, I believe he's like a two. 23 hitter in his career that's almost a thousand plate appearances so he's not he's not it's it's kind of you know the white Sox tried it out he was not a very effective everyday guy um i mean i'm okay with him being on like uh, as a bench guy like i i like davidson in the get in the beginning stages of the year i think he i i understood why he made the team but now i'm i'm kind of like all right well let's just get a younger to be, I'd, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd rather see Jonathan India up here. Just be, and I never thought I'd say that, but just because, like, well, India's got a shot to help this team next year, in two years. Matt Davidson's not going to be here, so might as well just see ya. Just and, like, and here's the other thing: Matt Davidson, as bad as he's been, has been just as bad as every other player on this team. The difference is we don't have to keep Davidson. We have to keep Senzel. We have to keep Votto. We have to keep uh, Castellanos. We have Suarez. to keep Suarez. We have to keep Winker. We have to keep them because they're all contractually obligated. Uh, contract- God, I can't say that. Contractually obligated? Uh, yeah, and we have a guy that's kind of a throwaway player who, as Zach said, may or may not have made the team come, uh, God, the months or – July? July was that when it started? This disaster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he's not good, but neither is our whole team. So I don't know what else to do. We have the Cubs coming up, and then we have the Cardinals. Are any of those four game series? No, I think they're three. Good. Thank God. Any double headers? No, I don't believe so. Um, so we have six full games coming up with the best two teams in the division. Yep. We haven't won a series in a month. Um, pretty much, yeah. This is a disaster. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I do. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing that the Reds can do to kind of win me back, give me some kind of hope, it's if they like they sweep sweep, series, yeah. sweep two series. I'm not even going to think like. And, and and by the way, they can't. They I say all you have to do is sweep a series. The Reds don't win a series, let alone no. sweep it. This isn't. I I just want not. I all I want is ten hits in a game. Give me double digit hits, double digits. I want ten they hits. Can't do that. They did it. Did they do it in the pirate? Who cares? It's a pirate. I think it was a month the ago. The last time they did it. To be honest, the pirates shouldn't count. With all due respect, the I mean, pirates shouldn't count. But people forget we're not above five hundred against the, the pirates. Pirates are awful. 
the fact that they lost that or didn't lose that they split well they might as well have and lost that's it. And they the, split that series is a joke man and like a joke and I want to say one more thing just to, before we get into some other fun lighter topics not funner that's not a word um, <laughs> yesterday's game we had three hits it is on the offense Iglesias we can't have a closer who blows games. I'm, I'm I'm tired of it. I I would I want to see I'm Ar- tired of it. I want to see Archie Bradley or Garrett or I'm someone s- get, get a shot. I'm sick of it. I'm I'm growing that way too. I, if I, we, I don't was, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Three hits, horrible, offensive. bad, offensive. If you have a one run lead in the ninth, that's why you have a closer. That's the job. He has one job. It is to get three outs in the ninth inning. That is the only job that man has. It's true, and he doesn't do it. I think the bigger and he doesn't do it on a regular basis. The bigger problem was uh, not bringing in Archie Bradley uh, because after after the game was tied or when? Well, just like because I think it, it should it, he he should have been in the game after the first think, two guys were on. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that, and then it's like, well, he's already kind of blown the game, so why you know why? And that's the other attitude. What is wrong with you, David Bell? You just concede it. Seriously? That's what you did against the Cardinals. He blows the game, and he's like, sure, he just balked in a run. Maybe give him another chance out there. David Bell, as bad he's as people would bash him, David Bell has been a horrible manager. You're yeah. not going to be able to prove me wrong. David Bell is a horrible man. I'm not saying this team has played well for him. David Bell, as a manager, should have some kind of spark that he puts into his players. Some kind of, I don't know, magic fairy dust. That these guys, these guys will be like, yeah, he's a good yeah. guy. We're going to play for him. I see none of that. I see a guy who is unenthused, who is constantly making the wrong decisions, and and, and our record shows it. I you know I don't blame this season on David Bell, but I you know I put about fifty percent on it. David Bell is a manager of this team, and he's micromanaged the wrong way. Josh Van Meter had about thirty-eight more at bats than he should have had. I think you uh, have a, you have a pinch running system where we lost the game to the Royals because of it. We, when we kept in putting in Janik, Janikowski, and we were subbing out our best players. That kind of stuff costs us games. And when you're not a good team, when those few games that you you blow as a manager, those are going to come back to bite you. We're five games under five hundred. Zach, do you have the standings? Yeah. Uh, how much are we behind in the wild card race? The uh, like the the eighth seed or the yeah the eighth seed. Well, as it stands right now, we would be. Looks like we would be. Don't say five games. Not five. It's I think the the Giants have. I think we're two and a half out of the. I, eighth I mean, seed. it's not it's not impossible. It's not impossible. The problem is we can't string together more than two wins in a row. And those two wins are usually when it doesn't matter. Um, we'll lose the first two games of the series, and then we'll come back and win the next two like if they have some kind of fight in them just to bring us back as fans. They got nothing, man. Um, but so we will have the Cubs and the Cardinals coming up. We'll probably have a podcast maybe on Thursday, but most likely on Sunday. But the fun topics. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of the Slam Diego Padres. Yeah. Padres are good. Let's talk about the Padres. Padres are fun. Uh, I think the Padres have a very strong chance at winning. The, the, the Super Bowl. 
at what he had a Super Bowl uh, at winning the pennant. <laughs> I think they can beat the Dodgers. Um, I think they can beat anybody, really, in the MLB. We have a team that has a lineup that's from top to bottom unbelievable. Unbelievable. And It's unbelievable. Our, what's the score of that game right now, by the way? It is 0-0 zero zero on the bottom of the fifth. All right. Uh, <laughs> Still, though, good pitching, too. I mean, I, well, that just goes to show you, even if they're off. And they have Clevenger, by the way. People forget they, they have Mike Clevenger. Nelson Lamet, who nobody talks about and is probably and Chris one of the, Paddock who's having a down year but still he's unreal Chris uh, or what's his face the Nelson Lamette who is I'm just I, no one talks about that guy and he's been one of the five best pitchers in the league I National League I think maybe top six seven pitcher in the National League and uh yeah no Slam Diego is great um they're they're um they, they were aggressive at the deadline good for them I mean they haven't won ever they went all in they went all in they haven't won like ever, so they might as well go for it. Um, this is a good. They've got a. I mean, they've got a good a, a chance as they probably will have um, this in this crazy year with everything going down. Um, they have a great team, but I mean, that's not to say they won't be great in the future. But you said it. I mean, their their rotation's great. Um, the lineup. Jake Cronenworth probably gonna win Rookie of the Year. Tatis. Uh, they just have thump. Like they have. They have thump. Um, even if a guy in their order slumps, um, it doesn't. Like they've got four or five other guys that'll pick up the slack. Will Myers having a great year. Hosmer's had a great year. Grisham's really good. Like they are. They've got. I mean, they've got a. They've got a star lineup. A star-studded lineup. And um, and most importantly, they're fun. Like yeah. when you think of baseball, you don't think of fun. Um, the the Padres are fun. They're that a fun is a team. fun team. I think that the, the, I don't doubt that they could get to the World Series. I think that the Dodgers are probably going to make it there just because I think they have uh, their pitching staff is just they have the best they have the best they're roster. Deep. They're just their pitching staff is deep. Their lineup hasn't performed as well as I think they they should be, but they they just have too much pitching. I'm not even talking about just like rotation. It's just like the guys they have after that like. Bruce Dar Gratterall and Kenley Jansen and Dylan Floro and Gonsalon and Adam Kolarik. Like, guys that just, like, in the bullpen that they can – Alex Wood isn't great, but, like, not a bad guy to have in your bullpen when you've already got Kershaw and Bueller and Urias. Like, they're, they're legit. The Dodgers, I still think, are my pick. Um, Mookie's amazing. But, no, I, Slam, San Diego could hang with them. I think it would be an interesting series. Uh, I think, like right now, I think they're the second best team in the in the National League, right? I don't. I mean, Atlanta maybe. Atlanta. No, I think Padres are better. Atlanta and San Diego. I'm not. I'm, I don't think the Cubs have enough pitching. I think their bullpen can be had. Um, I think it's close between Atlanta and San Diego, but San Diego might, probably is a better team right now. They they have a better pitching staff, so yeah, I like I like the Padres a lot. It's fun to see them good because they've like never been good in my lifetime, so. And in any lifetime. Uh, like ever. Speaking of fun teams, let's go to a team that's not being fun. Who's that? New York Yankees. Oh, Are yeah. Are they dead? Well, the, the, um, the Yankees are fascinating because 
I would have said no way. They're they're going to be fine, but I mean they keep losing games. Like eventually they're going to have to win again, right? Yeah. Like I was like, oh okay, well they're just playing. You know they've lost twelve to seventeen, but they're still comfortably in a playoff spot. They're obviously fine. They're the Yankees. Well, come come the standings right now. Um, if you look at it, the Mariners are like a game and a half behind them. They lost again tonight. The Yankees did. Um, they're at twenty-one and twenty. The the well, and Baltimore. Baltimore is a game and a half behind them. So they better get healthy quick because it's it's terrible. They're terrible. Yeah, this is bad. They're terrible. They're clo- like they're close to just like falling off the face of the earth. I mean, they are dangerously close to catastrophe here. There's still some time. Maybe these guys come back. Maybe Stanton. As far as I know, Stanton's not coming back in the next week. I don't know about Judge. Uh, they just put Urshela on the on the DL. They've got to play the Toronto. They got to play Toronto like eight times. Toronto's good. Yeah, I, Toronto's good. The, People the, like to make fun of that. Buffalo pick for Blue me. Jays are good. You were, you know, you said they would make the playoffs. They would, you know. I I was thought it was too early, but. This year in 2020, you know, well, I didn't think the Padres were going to be that great. I thought they'd be okay, but never thought they'd be second in that division. I don't think so. Um, no, good, good for, uh, good for Toronto. They've been great. Um, but yeah, the Yankees are are <laughs> the good news for them is if there's any good news, um, they do get to play Boston for three, and Boston's just terrible. Um, they have they the get, first pick. They do have the first pick, Tank for Rocker, uh, Kumar Rocker, but and they get the Marlins. Who I I just are the Marlins good? No. I don't think they're good. No, no, no. They have some guy named Birdie, John Birdie. They have a bye, Dick, bye, they Birdie. have a Dickerson or a Dickinson, Corey Dickerson, Brian Anderson, Emily Dickinson, um, <laughs> Emily Dickinson, and you know how do they keep like hanging around? I couldn't name a pitcher. Sandy Alcantara and yeah. Jose Urania. S- Sandy Alcantara. Sixto Sanchez is really good, though. I think he's actually a really good pitcher. Um, but no, I, I refuse to believe. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not going to pick the Marlins to make the playoffs until they until September 27th when the season ends and they're, they end up making the playoffs. They, I'm they're not making it. No way they're making the playoffs. Oh, okay. Elliot's showing me a, a football score. Nice. <laughs> From a distance. Nice game. Navy there. Um, 48-3. But no. Um, they got to play like eight games against the Phillies like yeah. this week. So maybe that'll wipe them off the face of the earth. I don't know. Though. The Phillies are pretty inconsistent, though, too. I think the Phillies are still good. I, I think, don't think they're like... I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not bad. But, dude, they're not a team that's like... I rely on them to make no, the playoffs. They, they, uh, they're going to make the playoffs. You can make playoffs? They're playoffs. Make it. They'll make the playoffs. I mean, they're, they've, they're 20 and 17 um, right now. Their bullpen's... I thought they fixed it today. Almost blew it. But I think the Phillies are going to be okay. I I wouldn't... Well, I'd, I wouldn't feel comfortable facing Nola and Wheeler in a series, but I guess if if those are my if my other options were like you know I don't know I think I'd rather face the Phillies than most of the other playoff teams I guess so I would as well they had a good offense though um, what else? Uh, I got a segment uh oh uh, remember opening day for the Reds no 
No? Okay. And that was remembering opening day. <laughs> the Reds uh, won that game 7-1. <laughs> okay, good. That was remembering opening day. I... And the Reds won how many more games after that? 10? 17. I mean, seriously, this sucks. This sucks so bad. And this is probably going to be a shorter podcast. Sorry, guys. So We're in a bad mood. This is bad. Bad uh, place. We got to, by the way, wait, remind me, uh, we got sl- to slide into the DMs. Oh, that's right. Final segment, Zach, uh, we have our mail back. Yeah. Do you want me to pull that up? Yes. Good, good. That's good reminding. This is going to be fun. This is, this can cheer us up. The, I mean, if you listen to the first uh, 35 minutes of that podcast, probably these guys are depressed. We, well, you're not wrong. We're about, <laughs> we're about to get uh, sparked back up. Zach, give me some questions. Okay. Uh, reminder, as always, you can slide into the DMs and if, uh, at any time. What's the at? At RallyPod uh, on Twitter. Mm. Um, our first question or trio of questions comes from our friend Ryan Rule. Oh, Douglas McCarthy. At Ryan underscore Rule. Thanks for the questions, Ryan. He asks, what is your favorite eatery in GABP? Great question, Ryan. Good question. Favorite G- uh, eatery in GABP? Well, first, you have to get a $50 bill ready because yep. that's what your meal is going to cost. And then once you uh, swallow that pill that your meal is going to cost $1,000, uh, you head on over to um, that French fry place. Okay. That's my favorite eatery. I That's think they, they got some good french fries. What's it called? The Fry Box? The fry Box. And, and when you go to that eatery, just prepare to burn your mouth like they are, a mother. Yeah, I mean, these fries... These are fresh out of hell. <laughs> I mean, these are... I mean, these things are a thousand degrees. Like, God. I remember burning my face off <laughs> eating those fries. Zach, favorite eatery? Um... I don't know. You're gonna. You don't like it, but I just. I like pizza, so oh, La Rosa's. God. I just love La Rosa's. That's so terrible. Get get yourself a slice. Um, I I like I like La Rosa's um, a lot, and and they give you the big slice. It is nine thousand dollars a slice. I mean, I, you couldn't pay me to fork over eight dollars for a slice of pizza. Yeah, it's but La Rosa's it's, too. Yeah, but it's like a hot dog. It's like, well, that's four dollars, and that's like just like I could eat like seven <laughs> of those and not be full. So, I just like a pizza. I, I like pizza. Uh, you can slander me, but I I think it's good. Uh, I'm not a skyline at the ballpark guy. I, I'm not going to get that. I like skyline, but I'm not getting it at the ballpark. Um, he also asks if the Reds still had. <laughs> This is relevant. The Reds still had BP, Todd Frazier, Jay Bruce, and such. Would they be better this season? Um, no. I'll answer not. that. <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> as bad as the lineup has been, Brandon Phillips is playing for the Lexington Legends right now. By the way, bring him up. Justice for Brandon, Brandon Phillips. And he's, he's relevant because he wants to play for the Reds. Let, I, would, I think it would be fun to bring him back. Let the King return. Just you might as well bring him back. I I don't doubt Brandon Phillips. Like Brandon Phillips isn't a very good player. You but can't like, convince me that he's worse than Josh Van. But Meter. to be honest with you, if he came, I think it'd be fun if he came up here and like for one more year at like forty and like played sparingly. But like, is it like a farewell? He wants it. Let him have it. Like, yeah. let's go. Frazier. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Frazier's really ever been that great. To be honest with you. Okay. Well. Thanks, Elliot. I'm going to go solo now. <laughs> Zach is going to answer the next question by himself. Uh, and then Jay Bruce is actually having a decent year, but I don't really want Jay Bruce anymore. We, we have enough outfielders. I don't, I don't think we need another Jay Bruce. Uh, and Such, I don't, I've never heard of Such. 
Um, I heard that maybe they're uh, maybe Such is playing for the Yankees or something, but I don't know who Such is. Um, the last question from Ryan was, if you could eat dinner with one current Reds player, who would you pick? It could be a double date setup. You could bring a Reds rally girl. Well, thank you for that, Ryan. Um, interesting question. Uh, current Reds player, I think it's pretty easy. I think it's a player that you already can have the ability to eat dinner with, and that's Trevor Bauer. Bauer bites. Um, I think Trevor Bauer is a fascinating guy. Um, just every he, how he cares about his brand. I'd love to pick his brain about things. I think he's just an interesting guy, and um, he's fun. I, I think he's fun. Um, I think he cares about the fans. I think he's he he he's conscious about like oh well, baseball needs to do a better job. Like it's baseball is just in a in a spot where it's just. We've got a lot of old viewers. They're trying to attract younger fans. And Trevor Bauer, I think, is, is at the forefront of that. I think he'd be great to, to talk to. I think he's, he's cool. I watch, you know, we watch most of his vlogs. So Trevor Bauer, for me, would be, would be great to sit down with, um, pick his brain a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else on the team that would be fun to talk to. I, Amir Garrett would be cool. I think Amir Garrett... Um, would have some stories. I mean, he played Big East basketball, and he's a cool guy. And um, you know, a lot of he's another guy that just kind of injects his personality into the game. He's um, you know, a, um, a fun player to to watch go to work. I'm uh, I'm a big Amir Garrett fan. Um, so I think when it comes to to those players, um, Garrett and Trevor Bauer would be would be my two. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other any other player like that I'd really like I'd have to have to sit down with. There's not really any anyone else coming to mind. I mean, you got Votto, but would Votto be like the most interesting person to to um, to chat with? I don't know. I you know I'm not sure. Uh, I think he's he's definitely an interesting guy, but I don't know that I'd like I have to sit down and eat dinner with Joey Votto. I think he, um, you know, I think he's a great player and he's a Hall of Fame player. I guess I guess you could say you know what I got to sit down and uh, and chat with a with a Hall of Fame player. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like five minutes into this rambling nonsense, uh, so hopefully Elliot comes back. I don't like doing this solo. Like, I just feel like a loser. Like, I feel like a nerd uh, doing this, just rambling on about nonsense, blabbering on uh, for five minutes about who I'd eat dinner with. Um, but no, I, I would... Ba to me, ba Bauer is like... Plus, Bauer's got that nice place in Arizona. I'd like to, you know... He's got, like, servers coming out and, like, serving him, like, nice dishes and wine and stuff. Bowers, Bowers, probably my pick uh, for that question. Elliot, ten minutes later, uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're waiting for you. Uh, uh, the the question you missed was, uh, what current Reds player would you like to would you, would you be most interested in um, having dinner with? 
having a, a sit down dinner with, and you could all it could be a double date setup as aforementioned. Um, well, without a doubt, I think this is the easiest question of all time. I'd say Eugenio Suarez. Whoa, okay. I wasn't thinking about Suarez. Dude's a fun guy. I get that. I, don't, I, I think I, I think he's a fun chap. No, I, I think that's a good. I kind of forgot about you know. I think in the land of like this, the Reds past like eight years haven't had really a player that's like a fan favorite, kind of beloved guy by everybody. Suarez has been that guy. I love him, um, but that's my that, that's my pick. Who's, I, whose question was that? That was Ryan's last question. Thanks, I said Ryan. Bauer because I just think. Bauer would be fun to pick his brain, and he already kind of has his thing going with Bauer Bites. And you know how fun that would be if, like, me and you got to be on, like, Bauer Bites, his YouTube channel show? That would be pretty cool. Just, like, sitting with, like, Barry Bonds, like, together at a round table, and then we're like, hey, Barry, hey, Barry, want to come on the pod? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Barry, talk to me. Uh, <laughs> what's it going to be like when you when you, when you you come on the Rally Cat podcast? But, uh that was thanks Ryan for those questions. Yeah, uh, we, and also if we're also on the look for sponsors. Okay, uh, I have a sponsor that we're never going to use. You okay? Yeah, it's La Rosa's. Why? Because La Rosa's has just torched my digestive system. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's oh, Jesus! <laughs> wow. Thanks for that visual for our listeners. Sorry for what, on behalf what, what of Ellie. What would you like me to say, Zach? I have to explain my absence. Okay. Well. This is content. Well, the I'm, viewers want to hear that. I'm sure that was. I'm sure that was lovely. Um, All right. So, sponsor segment, LaRose. Go ahead. I would have LaRose. <laughs> you can contact me. I would love a sponsor. I would yeah. love the sponsor. Yeah, you can contact him. Uh, we have another question from uh, Chris Vanell uh, at Chris A Vanell on Twitter. His question is: Thanks to my clock for interrupting me. Um, <laughs> What is the most memorable Reds game you've ever watched? You can take that in any direction you'd like, Elliot. The most memorable Reds game that I've ever watched, it was, I don't want to say a meaningless game, but it was kind of meaningless in the long scheme of things. Yeah. I don't even remember who their opponent was, and I know me and you were talking about this before. It was, we were down, I want to say, um, I can't remember if it was 3-2 to two or 4-3. to three. Yeah. We were down a run. And it was Todd Frazier, or not Todd Frazier. Yeah, it was Todd Frazier. It was, no, it was not. Sorry. It was Shin Chu and Devin Mezzarocco hit back-to-back home runs in the bottom of ninth. Yep. At Great American Ballpark. I was there. I forget who they were playing, man. They were playing Atlanta. And it was, all, ironically, it was off of Craig Kimbrell. It was off of Craig Kimbrell, who the Reds yeah. have lit yep. up this season. Yep. But Craig Kimbrell. That is my most memorable uh, was, game. Okay. Just because it was back-to-back home runs, you don't really see that, especially to win a game. So yeah, shout out that game. That's a I great, know what game Zach's in. That's there. a great, that's a great game. Yeah. I was there too, actually, uh, for that night, June thirtieth, two thousand six. Zach's gonna. The bases are loaded. The Reds are down three. Zach loves this game. An eight-year-old Zach Freeze in the ballpark. Oh my God. Down the first baseline. Make it stop. Adam Dunn steps to the plate, pinch hitting, against the Indians. Bob Wickman, the closer. And the pitch. If you don't know that name, it's because you're a normal person. It is swung on and just a laser beam into the right field corner above the bullpen. And the Reds win walk-off grand slam. They were down six runs, I believe, uh, going into the eighth inning or seventh inning, one of those two innings. 
that's a great that was a great game to be at um other other memorable one of those games you dream about it 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 is it is one of the games you dream about i I guess other memorable games i don't know uh ramon hernandez walk off on opening day is a good one great game I, i was there but i left early that's shameful um scooter's four home run game i wasn't there but i mean that's gonna go down in lore of, of Reds history forever. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's... I know you mentioned the uh, Disco game as well. Disco Grand Slam against the Cubs two years ago was hilarious. Um, and they swept the series. Which another just... qu- another quiet one that... Uh, sorry to interrupt. Another quiet one. No. It, it, was a, it was a random game. God, I think it was 2013. I could, have been, I could be wrong about that, so don't quote me on it. But it was Matt Latos on the mound... It was for the tenth win in a row, yeah. and those who are Cincinnati Reds fans know that in that tenth game, Marty Brenneman, twenty twelve, Marty Brenneman would yeah. shave his head, um, and the Reds won. In that game, Matt Latos hit a home run to left field. I don't remember that. Quite. I don't remember that play, but nice. That was one of those games that you remember just because it was so special. That's pretty cool. And the Reds haven't done it since. Yeah. So there was a stat um, about like the Reds have had like six winning months in the last 40, 40 months. But I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to segment. I'm not going to say that stat. I'm not going to. We're not. I'm not going to say that stat. This is a happy segment. It is a happy segment. I want to read the next question. You got uh, another question? Yeah, I do. It was by Spencer Seibert. Thank you, Spencer, for tweeting at us. Okay. It is why are the Reds the way they are? I'll tell you, Spencer, because we live in Cincinnati and we don't be, get to be happy. This is a happy segment. That's why. This is a happy segment. But that is happy. Isn't that happy knowing you're never going to be happy? Uh, Probably not. It's it's pretty um, miserable, actually. This is horrible. Why the Reds the way they are? We live in Cincinnati. It's a small market club. Uh, we, yeah, don't we don't win playoff nice games. Things. We don't get star players. <laughs> um, why are the Reds the way they are? Well, welcome to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I said, I just said, like, you must be new here. Like we just, <laughs> this is how it is, and this is how it will probably always be. I mean, Elliot, you got to think about it. Three playoff teams. We've made the playoffs three times in my in twenty years, and we have not won a playoff series in my lifetime. So. Good. Yeah. I kind of count the Giants one as a win. Those first two games. Oh, are always, do you? Yeah. You count that one? Yeah. <laughs> Hadn't lost three in a row all year. Th- three in a row at home all year, and they lose three in a row at home. Is that really? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That's pretty bad. It's, it's fun. It's great. I any love other, being a Any other fans. mailbag? That was that was all we had. You obviously, you guys, um, the loyal fans and listeners, can can uh, hit us up on Twitter oh. at Rally Pods. Slide into the DMs. Slide in. Slide on in. Um, but yeah, it's it, that's I mean, that's the mailbag. And that's the mailbag, and that's we, we got. Wait, we got one more thing we got to talk oh about. No. We got time, right? Yeah, we have t- we have about eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the oh wait, what? what's up with Tom? It's coming back. Yeah, that's back. No, it's not coming back. Well, sorry, Tom. Actually, um, I'm not sorry, Tom. So the Cubs did something today, and I was it was fascinating because what they did basically, I think, seals their fate as like the team to beat in the NL. Uh, they added a, a weapon that you not just any old weapon. They added Billy Hamilton. <laughs> I think that just sealed the deal for them to win the World Series 
when you add a difference maker like Billy Hamilton in your lineup who checks notes is hitting oh 45 on the year oh my god um i think you've solidified yourself as, as the pennant favorite um by the way what the hell is that guy gonna do on that team their outfield is loaded yeah i well i think it's honestly i think it's like a defensive replacement they have one of the best defensive outfielders in the league who oh hayward oh okay well yeah they, they can put him in for uh schwarbo or uh, Ian Happ, you're not taking Ian Happ out of the game. I wouldn't let David Ross take Ian Happ out of the game. And David uh, Ross is a smart person, so he wouldn't do that. Yeah. So what? David Bell's defensive replacement. Pinch guy, run. So. I don't know. Uh, Billy Hamilton, though, the thing with Billy Hamilton is that separates him from Travis Jankowski. When Billy Hamilton is on the base bats, I feel like it is a mental thing for the pitcher because he's so fast, and you know he's stealing. Like Billy Hamilton's going to steal. Like, that's the thing. Like, Billy Hamilton's going to steal. Now, sometimes it doesn't work out, but he has... You can't deny one thing. He's got game-changing speed when he gets on base, and that's 10% of the time. But <laughs> it, it is it is a fact. He can get on... Like, when he gets on base, he's an issue. He can be a problem. Um, so I'm fascinated to see his use. I'm sure he's thrown right into the lineup, into the leadoff spot. Yeah. To replace Ian Happ. He'll be cut by the end of the month. But can't wait for that. Probably. Can't wait for that. You can't hit. Um, <laughs> other than that, I think that's it, guys. This is going to be a shorter episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry for the lack of enthusiasm on Zach and I's part, mainly myself. I was. It's, what do you want from us? It's guys? like it's. This is misery. Yeah. What do you, did you think we were going to be cheery today? Yeah. Um, do we end it with Polk Salad or do we get a sad song to end it? I kind of want to end it with a sad song. Okay. Zach, find me a sad song. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Zach on that, and I'll give you my closing thoughts. Uh, we have the Cubs in three games. That's at home? Nope. And Wrigley. Oh, good. Uh, three games at home with the Cardinals? Nope. That's a bush. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, three games at home? Against... So six games. They are legitimately all must-wins from this point on. Every game is. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the beginning of the season, every game was. But David Bell thought every game was a little got to win out. A little dude to do. So, <laughs> David Bell, thank you for your service, buddy. Uh, you're you're gonna be fired. I, you know what, Elliot? This is a great song. This is a great way to end it. Um, don't don't get your hopes up. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, don't, the hopes are all the way down. Don't get your hopes up out there. Don't get sucked in. Um, but it's gonna be okay. There's always next year. Kinda, not we, really. We 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 um we'll be back next year. It'll be fun. We'll have that new hope of think of this. You know what? This team could win ninety games. Could there happen. is well, there is also one hundred sixty-two games. It's like we could go zero and forty and be like we still have a chance. That is true. Uh, that's that's a good point. I think uh, I think we could start zero and forty, then go one hundred and forty, and then. No, we'll go 0 and 40, and then win 40, and then in a row, and then lose 20 in a row, and then just end up at 500, not make the playoffs. Everybody hurts. But you know what, Elliot? I think that's a good way to end the podcast. It, it, we, thanks for listening, guys. And everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. We love you guys. Love you. Bring it back. It's not over. Just let it play. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
God. Let it play. Sing along. Oh, listen to the harmonies. I'm in pain. And the night. Sorry, faded out. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bring it back one more time. One more time. Just sing it. Just feel it. Just feel the feel the pain. Oh, I'm hurting. Feel the emotion. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> I just want to win a game. <laughs> I just want to win a game. <sighs> Alright, fade it out. Love you guys. You didn't say love you. Love you. Goodbye.